It was a dark night in mid-October in Dallas, Texas. Three amazingly beautiful, hilarious siblings Tashay, Sage, and Storm walk into a bar. From behind the light of a single candle, as the drinks begin to flow, so do the stories. And as per usual, they turn dark very quickly. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Three Siblings Walk Into a Bar. I'm Storm, the youngest sibling. I'm Deshay, the oldest sibling. And I'm Sage, the middle sibling. Yo, yo, we yo. have a special guest with us today. Nope. That's there Sammy, also the youngest sibling. So he's going to yeah. try to take over the whole podcast. So it's fine. The youngest of the youngest siblings. Yes. <laughs> it's one of those nights, guys. Yeah. That's yep. okay. You know what? Sometimes it happens. Yeah. Richard's gone. So there's a strong possibility that Malin's going to come in here and need attention. So it is what it is. Yeah. It just shows we're real people. We're yeah. real right. people. <laughs> That's right. Oh my goodness. This will be my last time podcasting in this house. Oh yeah. Yay, After that. Exciting. Podcast into Shay's house once. <laughs> and then an Airbnb a few times. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then into our other or other house. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, Laura, that's going to be exhausting. That made me tired of just saying that out loud. <laughs> yeah. You finally realized. <laughs> yeah. So I talked to the builders. Um, I actually didn't. I've been trying to get the builders to tell me like when they think the house is going to be ready, but they won't give me like a definite answer, which I understand because mm-hmm. they don't want to promise something they can't keep up with. Right. Right. So then I was talking to the mortgage people and I was like, do you have, cause she kept talking about closing and like closing and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do you, do you have a date as to when we're going to close? And I was like, I know it might change, but do you have a day? And she goes, yeah, as of Monday, you are scheduled to close July 27th. And I was like, oh, thank God. Cause I was so worried it was going to be like. The end of August. And I was like, and yeah. I know that that still can change because, you know, right. they're not, you know, things with building houses doesn't always work out in a timely yeah. manner. But mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, at least that's before school starts. Right. Yes. And yeah, freaking Airbnbs are stupid expensive. So I'm like, if I can only pay for one month, that would be totally dope. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't have to they're, pay for another month. They're yeah. so ridiculous. Mm. Airbnbs are like so weird to me. They are so I've weird. I've seen too many TikToks <laughs> about yes. the Airbnbs. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm gonna have to like look around everywhere to see if there's like yeah. hidden cameras. And then I was reading the reviews on one of them because I was trying to find like the cheapest ones around. Yeah. And I was looking at the reviews for one of them, and this lady was like. The neighbors kept coming over, telling us all these different rules that they had and was checking on us. And she was like, I couldn't keep up with anything. And the neighbors kept coming out and complaining on us. She was like, if you want to be watched the entire time you're here, then you can stay Mm -hmm. here. And I was like, I don't want that. So next. (laughs) That's some like, what is that movie where like the guy... Like the whole neighborhood is in on something except for him. It's like oh. the neighbors or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like funny though, right? Yeah. 
but it's still really kind of creepy. I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But that's this is how Storm and I relate to movies. That one movie that's about that one thing. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. Sure. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the jury or the jurors or whatever. I haven't watched it, but you know that new show yeah. thing that's been out? Yeah. That's kind of like mm-hmm. that, too. Yeah. Uh, I would be. We, they were talking about that, and I guess they gave the guy like $100,000 because of how he like treated everybody and how like he was acting and hmm. um, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had a curbside pickup at Walmart today and it, and I already, I've already picked it up and it just sent me a text message saying that it was ready. So someone at Walmart just didn't do their job. Whenever I was on a bike together at Walmart. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, um, anyway, my brain went crazy. Anyway, they, I guess they gave him like a hundred thousand dollars and I and um, they were like, yeah, he even acted so like calm and and I was like, I would be pissed mm-hmm. if I had went through that whole thing and then someone told me, oh, just kidding, like exactly. this was all fake. Yeah, I would be pissed. Mm-hmm. It's like that that like scare tactic show that we used to watch all the time. Oh, like, thinking oh, about it now, yeah, yeah, yeah. If someone did that shit to me, I'd be. I'd be so kind of upset. <laughs> I would be so pissed. Yeah. And, and the like. going to be on national television. Well, because like, some of them were not funny. Like, no. it's one thing for like, oh my gosh, a bunch of spiders are in the house. But it's yeah. another thing for like, there's a mass murderer trying, murderer? Murderer <laughs> trying yeah. to get in the house. Like, that's not funny. Like, exactly. You were going to go into yeah, extreme no. flight or fight. And that's some of not these okay. people like legitimately look traumatized. It's yes. like, like the one where they like fake the alien abduction and they're like in the <gasps> oh, car. Oh yeah. For, totally you know what I'm talking about? about that they're one, in the yes. van in the middle of the fucking yeah. desert. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really y'all come on. Mm-mm. You were going to traumatize somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fear like gotcha. Just kidding. No. Just kidding. All of those <laughs> things. I am okay. Yeah. No, Fear Factor. We used to watch Fear Factor like religiously. Fear Factor. Yes, we did. I don't know why. (laughs) That's so. But those Um, people signed up for it. So. I mean, they knew what they were getting into. Yeah. So that's on them. That's their own business. That's just like bringing all the like. I call it vintage, but it's like the TV that we used to watch when we were kids. Mm -hmm. Like the HGTV and like. Uh, what was it? Trading Spaces. Do you remember oh, that? Oh my Hello. God, yes. <laughs> Trading Spaces. Uh, yes. I actually think about that quite often. I was actually thinking about it like earlier, I guess, last week, the end of last week. Yeah. Ty, love, Ty Pennington. Pennington. Is, and then he did yeah. those huge house makeovers. Yes. Yeah, the ABC. And those. I'm like very thankful that you sat and did that for them. But also they would decorate these kids' rooms, like kids' rooms. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they're going to grow out of that in a year. Like, yes. can yeah. you make this yeah. more realistic for them? No. Speaking like, of that, have you, have you heard of the people finding the Pimp My Ride cars? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. They're like, <clears throat> basically none of the cars were drivable. <laughs> They what? they would do they would do like the bit 
like and give the person the car but most of the time within like a week or a month the car would just be like undrivable because of all the shit that they did it did to it in like such a short amount of time oh it was my just god that's yeah. shitty wow there's a there's a video of a guy that like broke down one of them and he was like this isn't connected to anything this is a fire hazard this isn't connected to anything this doesn't work it was it was pretty wild oh Jeez. my gosh in the 2000s yeah it's actually really good i quite enjoyed it mm-hmm. next on mtv do you remember that mm-hmm. the dating show oh my gosh yes with the with the van they came out of the yeah. van right oh my gosh yes and, i totally uh, forgot about that one room raiders room raiders where they're like dating some they like kidnap three people and like someone goes into their room oh Mm -hmm. yes now i remember (laughs) you had to like pick which one you dated off of their room yes based off of their room i'm like what if you went into like a serial killer's room exactly yeah like can you find like guarantee some not savory shit has happened in one of those rooms absolutely (laughs) Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> uh, I used to watch that one show. I don't remember what it was, but it was when I was pregnant with Eli. Whenever they would like have babies and stuff. Team Mom. Uh, oh, uh, the the TLC. Yes. Um, I'm. It's like I'm having a baby. or something like that. Yes. Pregnancy yes. show. Or- Yes, yeah. but it was so like, like, like he's like early two thousands, late nineties. Yes, yeah. and oh my god, I used to watch. I I don't know why I watched. I guess because I was pregnant. I guess I don't know. But then mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel like that would freak me out. Like, did you literally would like watch them give birth? Yes, in a yeah. TV. In a TV friendly way. <laughs> in a TV friendly <laughs> way, and the people that were like having their kids and like kitty pools in their living room yes. and shit like that's like, just no thanks no thanks that's a lot that sounds yeah. like some like i don't know i'm gonna offend somebody but that sounds like some like culty <laughs> kind of shit like <laughs> i just remember the pain that i felt even with the epidural with with mm-hmm. eli that's the only one i did mm-hmm. i don't know what what i don't wasn't gonna say regular i had c-sections with you know sammy and deegan but yeah. I just remember with the epidural how much it hurt. I'm like, without? Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. Mm-mm. No. I Adrenaline really kicks in. I get that. It does. Yeah. It really does. But but even still. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I mean, afterwards. but some women do. Oh, my God. Afterwards was the worst pain. The I feel, worst. Yeah. I feel like the epidural is like a lot of it is for afterwards. Like with, this is nothing like that, but like after I finish like a big tattoo, I'll spray my client with like a numbing spray so that they like can get some relief. Yes. It like Mm -hmm. gets really crazy. I'm assuming it's, yeah. yeah. I had a client the other day and she had just had a C-section like a week, a week ago. And I was like, I don't know if I can tattoo you. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I'm fine. She wanted it on the top of like the her very lower back, like the top of her butt. And so she had to sit in a chair and bend all the way over and basically like hug her knees. And I was no. like, are you going to be okay? And she was like, oh yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I was like, 
all right, girl, the, I don't, I don't get this at all, but like, let's go for it. Let's do like, it. <laughs> she probably a week. You said like a week. She probably yeah. still had staples or something. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She was or wearing like she maybe. couldn't, she, she couldn't wear pants. And I was like, how are you, how are you able to do? But she sat there. It was, it was a very simple tattoo. So it was only like 10, 15 minutes, but still. Right. It was right. very, uh, it was very interesting. Ooh, you know, girl. You things like that happen all the time. Mm-mm. I had a lot of pain this last time when I had Sammy more than I had with Deegan with the C-section, mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. just because I was older, but I mean, I don't know. That's that's what I blame it, it on, but. It's the same. They open the same scar too, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's and probably, that could be part that's of it. true. But I do remember, I thought it was odd that I, I had a lot, a lot of pain with him. I don't, I don't remember. Mm. I don't, it was, it was weird. I have a pretty high pain tolerance, but yeah. I felt so much better when they pulled the staples out before I went home. Mm-hmm. I remember I was able, I remember telling Matt, I was like, Oh my God, I feel so yeah. much better. Yeah. But, I mean, those things can be painful, Listen, I guess. I will tell you <clears throat> For my first, after when I had st- a C-section with Stinky, they did staples. The worst pain, that whole C-section, um, mm. everything about it. Now, not the actual like surgery or anything, but the healing and yeah. everything, miserable. Yeah. With the other two, I had a different doctor and he just glued it. I know, I know they have to do like internal stitches or whatever, but he mm-hmm. just glued it. And it was like this piece of plastic also that they put on it. I yep. mean, no problem. The drive home with Stinky, I was like any bump, anything yep. hurt so bad. These last two, I mean, I was fine. I was like, yeah, let's drive home. Woo, uh, that's the, cool. That's so weird to me because the the only time I've ever had staples was on like my head, which was like a, a more solid surface. So like having staples like in your belly type area, I, that just seems really not great. <laughs> Well, they give no. you that little, um, what's it called? The little like, girdle thing that like yeah. holds yeah. you in. That's yeah. very helpful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh Sorry. I've been making us um, talk about silliness while I it's wait okay. for Madeline sure to quit being silly. All the shit in the background. <laughs> it's okay. It happens. Welcome Mainly my children. <laughs> Okay, so this one, I was telling Sage before we popped on here, this one's going to be a little gnarly. Um, I, I hate saying that because all murders are very gnarly and one is not worse than the other. Mm. This one just um, affected me differently, differently than some of the other ones have. <clears throat> all of this information I got off of Murderpedia hmm. and the world's most oh. evil killers, which is, which is a TV Ooh. show. Oh, I don't think I've heard of that. Damn, no, I haven't. I haven't okay. either. And I was like, I was like, oh, let me look them up. And then I like kept trying to find specific information. And this show had like most of everything in it. I just needed to like kind of supplement off of Murderpedia. Hmm. And I was like, I just need to like download all of these shows, and I'm just gonna right. like. Where my podcast that show i got it it was off youtube it was on the whole huh. entire show was on youtube hmm. Interesting. so i was okay. like that's dope 
So our friend's name is Jerry Brudos. He is also known as the Lust Killer and the Shoe Fetish Slayer. The Slayer. Slayer. <laughs> Buffy. So he kills vampires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or maybe he is a vampire. Who knows? <laughs> All right. So he was born in Webster, South Dakota on January 31st, 1939. He was the youngest of two sons from dad named Henry and mom named Elaine. Mom was pissed. Mom did not want a second boy. She wanted him to be a girl. Interesting. And she treated him like shit because of it, because he yeah. wasn't what she wanted. Mm-hmm. Which ugh, drives me nuts. But she, she treated her oldest like he was, you know, God's gift to earth. She gave him all mm-hmm. the love. She treated him the way that a child should be treated. Mm-hmm. But then Jerry got treated like crap. Yeah, of course. And parents um, always say there's not a favorite kid. <laughs> Sometimes there actually is. <laughs> well, we, we actually had this conversation the other day. Um, and I was telling them because they were at, they asked me all the time, Mom, who's your favorite? And I was <laughs> telling him, and I'm like, I don't have a favorite. And I'm like, I, I have favorites for certain things. So, like, if I want oh, to, yeah. like, sit down and, like, have an actual conversation, I prefer to do that with Stinky. Yeah. If I want to, like, go shopping or, like, you know, whatever, I'll pick Madeline. Or if I just want to, like, lay down and snuggle and watch TV, then, like, Garrett is mm-hmm. my, like, snuggle bug. I'm, like, I don't have a favorite kid, but, like, I prefer a kid for certain things, right. I guess. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which I think is normal. I don't, hopefully, didn't hurt anybody's feelings when I told them that. I totally agree. (laughs) Um, Okay, so yeah. Big brother got all the love. He, nothing. And they also moved around a lot. So he never had a chance to make friends, which is Mm. so important when you're a kid. It's always bad. Yes. And so he never got that chance, which made him very socially awkward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then around five, he was out walking around by himself at five. What? Mm -hmm. Uh. (laughs) So again, that would have been like 43, but like, or 44, but oh my, oh, it makes me so mad. Anyway, so he was out just chilling because, you know, who cares about him? He's not his big brother. Hmm. He ends up in a junkyard. A five-year-old is playing in a junkyard. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is just making me so mad. (laughs) Yes. God. (laughs) So he comes, he finds a really shiny pair of high heels, high-heeled shoes. And he gets so excited about these high heels and he takes them home and they are nothing. His mom would have worn. His mom was very conservative. Hmm. Wouldn't wear heels, let alone sparkly heels. So he thought, Oh my gosh, these are so cool and fun. And mom's pissed because he's a little boy and he wanted these high heeled shoes. 
And mm-hmm. so in front of him, burned them. Burned the shoes. Oh. And one of the therapists that I was watching in the show says that he thinks at that moment, because of how young he was, that that is what made him become a shoe fetish, like have a shoe fetish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Something that he wasn't he was supposed to have. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing like Wizard of Oz, Dorothy's red slippers. Red well, slippers. they could have been like, I don't know, but they were, because uh-huh. you, you do, they were, they were like, you know, the forties high heel, yeah. you know, like the ones that every leather. woman wore. Right. Like yeah. That's super shiny. Yeah. I think I, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, of course, his shoe fetish was born. He even, in kindergarten when he was five, was caught trying to steal his teacher's shoes. That's so wild. Was he, like, under her desk, like, trying to take her shoes off? (laughs) I don't know. I'm like, maybe she had her shoes off. And then... Yeah. But you have to also remember, because it'll be important later, but the shoe fetish wasn't just like shoes. Like it was specifically women's high heeled shoes. Yeah. Those are the shoes. He yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so in 1950, they moved to Oregon. And his shoe fetish really started to evolve. And it also turned into an underwear fetish. So he would walk around the neighborhood and he would steal women's shoes and underwear off of clotheslines. Ah. Which I'm like, I guess they were clean. Yeah. Yeah. But still. Still. It's still, yeah. yeah. Why have someone's shoes on their clothesline is what I wanted to know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they needed to wash them. Maybe they were in the junk. They were in the junkyard. (laughs) I (laughs) did, yeah. <laughs> Women are very careless with their heels in the 40s, apparently. <laughs> oh. So we 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 were playing with the underwear. That's what we were doing. <laughs> so he was playing with it. So he would take the, the shoes home, he would take the underwear home, he would wear them, he would play with them. Mm. And he started to learn that they aroused him. Yeah. And he wanted more. Uh, So he would start stalking young women. He would knock them unconscious or choke them until they became unconscious. Mm. And then would steal their shoes. What the fuck? How old is he? He's 17 at this point. Oh my God. 17, 18. Yeah. Huh. So at 17, he invited a girl to come to his house. And while she was there, he threatened her at knife point, made her take off all of her clothes and photographed her naked. Mm -mm. And she never told anybody what happened. So he at that moment learned, I can make women do what I want them to do. Mm Mm-hmm. I can control women mm-hmm. and I'm right. not going to get in trouble for it. Right. Yeah. He eight months later stopped a 17 year old girl who was walking home and um, tried to give her a ride home said, I'll give you a ride home. Uh, 
So she gets in the car. He drives to a remote location and tells her to take all of her clothes off so he can photograph her. Well, she refuses. Yeah. No, not doing that. Well, Jerry gets mad because he wants to control her. He wants Mm -hmm. her to do what he said. And so he beats her. Um, Mm. he beats her unconscious. A couple nearby heard him attacking her and called the police. She survives. Um, Jerry was not sent to jail. He was sent to the Oregon state hospital for psychiatric psychiatric evaluation. Of course. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Which I'm like, I seem to be so common back then. I know. Anything that had anything to do with any kind of like sexual anything was considered like a mental disorder, basically. Yeah. So while he was there, they said that he was a sexual deviant with a fetish. He was. He had signs of schizophrenia. And he had a sociopathic issue. Yeah, yeah it sounds like Issue, it. <laughs> yeah. A sociopathic issue. Um, and there was no way that he was going to be rehabilitated. Mm. So, so that's fine. That was a... they, mm-hmm. they just said, yep, this is, this is him. They're like, no use. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's sad. They also learned while they were there that his sexual fantasies um, revolved around his hatred for his mother and Mm -hmm. women in general. Like his mother made him hate all women and everything. Got it. Yeah. Which again, I know that we can't always blame everything on the parents, but sometimes I'm like, that fucking mom should have been in prison. She should have gone to jail for making him the way that he was because she was obviously a poor parent or like whatever. You know what I mean? Like there should be something. Whatever. I'm not going to get into it because I'm just going to get frustrated. For for bad moms. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just drives me nuts. Oh, pants. (laughs) (laughs) So being in the hospital he would be in the hospital at night and then during the day he would go to school so he could finish out school. Like an outpatient. Okay. Which is crazy to me. He literally is in there because he's got a psychopathic issue and for beating a woman because she wouldn't take her clothes off for him. Mm -hmm. And he gets to go to school around other women that age. Right. Mm -hmm. Whatever. (laughs) So it makes sense. I know. Yeah, don't make the rules. (laughs) So he was in there for a whole nine months. And left December of 1956. You're never gonna be rehabilitated. You can you can just go. Yeah, yeah, like we're not gonna be able to help you, so just leave. Exactly. Yeah. Please don't try to beat any women anymore. Just you know, You promise? Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Pinky promise. (laughs) Or they just put a sign on there like, if he asks for your shoes, just give him the shoes. Yeah. 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 (laughs) God. 
So once he was out of high school, he joined the military and this, I don't, I don't get, but he was suspended for bizarre behavior. Suspended? Interesting. Suspended. But he never went back. Like he was never allowed to be back in the army or the military. I don't remember what branch he was in, but back in the military. Mm, must have been real creepy. So I'm like, what's bizarre behavior? I mean, I bet it could be like literally anything, but from what I've heard of him, it's probably something really weird. Mm, Real weird. So after he was suspended for bizarre behavior, he (laughs) became an electrician, which doesn't sound good. Mm. He was working at a local radio station where he met a 17-year-old Darcy, and he was 22 years old. And they almost immediately get married. And they have their first child. Okay. So she was really young, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And he made her do all the housework naked or in her underwear or just wearing high heels. Mm -hmm. Like if she was cooking dinner, she had to be naked. If she was cleaning the house, she had to have lingerie on. If she was whatever, like she had to be doing it the way that he wanted. And he pretty much had her under his control. Like she would do just about anything that he wanted. Completely objectified. Jeez. And then in 1967, they had their second child. And after that, she stopped doing the dressing up for him. Mm-hmm. Which I get. I'm like, your kid's old enough that that's weird. Yeah. yeah. Having two kids is a lot. Your body is totally different after you have kids. Yeah. Not always do you feel ready to rock and roll afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like... And he just, he was like, okay. Like, he treated her very well, apparently. Like, Mm. she never says anything bad about him. Wow, interesting. And he was apparently a really good dad, too. Ugh. So, that's fun. So, since she's stopped playing out his little fantasies that he liked, he started looking elsewhere for what he wanted. In May of 1967, he was stalking a woman. She went inside. He waited for her to fall asleep. And he broke into her house to steal her underwear. In the middle of stealing her underwear, she wakes up. And he attacked and raped her. Uh. And left with some of her shoes. So she, the, he didn't kill her. He just hit her and raped her okay. and then stole her stuff. It's just escalating. I hate really saying, bad. like, yeah. he just raped her. He just, <clears throat> yeah. you know, like, but yeah, ugh, I just He's feel like I have to specify. realize that he can get away with more very easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. January 26, 1968. 19-year-old Linda Slonson was going door-to-door selling encyclopedias. As you did. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then. <laughs> Which makes me giggle. It makes me think of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he invited her in to go over the encyclopedias and told her that they needed to go in the basement because his mom and his kids were home and so they could talk about them quietly in the basement. 
When they were walking down into the basement, he hit her over the head with a wooden plank and strangled her to death. Uh. In the basement when his mom and two kids are upstairs. Mm-mm. He could hear his kids playing upstairs while he was doing this. Oh, my God. Sick. Yeah. It's <clears throat> not okay. So he spent the rest of the day and night undressing her, dressing her, taking her shoes on and off, playing with her, whatever. Like a dog. Weird. And then around 2 a.m., he decided he was going to get rid of her body. But before he did that, he cut her foot off that was in her high-heeled shoes Mm. and placed it in the freezer. Oh. He took her body and tied it to an engine head and then threw it in the Willamont River. Okay. So, Hmm. all of these shoes that he was stealing... He was taking her foot out of the freezer and was putting it in different shoes. Oh my, oh my God. And this That's was so gross. obviously arousing him yeah. while he's doing this. It's disgusting. And then November 25th, 1968, a 23-year-old Jan Whitney was stuck on the side of the road because her vehicle had broken down and she was on her way to the University of Oregon. He told her that he would take her back to his house so he could, she could stay with his wife. He would come back and fix her car and then would bring the car back to her and she could go wherever. Mm-hmm. So she gets in the car and while he, she's sitting in the front passenger seat, he gets in the back seat and strangles her. And then he gets her home and takes her into his garage and has sex with her body. Ugh. Her dead body. Yeah. In the garage, that's his family home. Like his wife and kids and everybody. It's disgusting. So he had her hanging in his garage for a few days and would go change her clothes, have sex with her, change her clothes, have mm-hmm. sex with her. Oh, disgusting. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, again, decided, okay, I got to get rid of her body. But before he got rid of her body, he cut her breast off and put mm-hmm. them in the freezer. And then also weighed her body down with a car part, throwing her in the Willamont River. A car part, like, like the theme is coming back up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like, there was like an engine, an engine head, a transmission, everything that you can think of. He's tied a body to and thrown it in a river. Mm Mm-hmm. So he knows that he has to move her car because he doesn't want to show any kind of suspicion. Like, why is there a random car stuck on the side of the road? So he moves her car to a service station and locks it up, leaves it, drives away. Hmm. And then that's where it chilled. 
And then in March of 1969, a 19-year-old Karen Sprinker is in a parking garage at the University of Oregon. And Jerry kidnaps her at gunpoint and forces her into his car. He takes her back to his garage and raped her and then took pictures of her naked. And they were showing the picture. They have one specific picture of her that they were showing Mm -hmm. and her face, it just looks like, it almost kind of looks like she's smiling, not because she's enjoying it, but he was telling when he was being interviewed later, he was saying like, she would have done anything I wanted her to, to try to get out of it. She kept begging me not to kill her. She was begging me not to hit her. She was begging me not to do this. And I'm like, that's disgusting. And you actually have a photo. Like it's disgusting. I hate it so much. Mm -hmm. Like he just like, didn't care. He was like, yeah, she would have done whatever I wanted. Like it was appeasing to him. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, it makes me so mad. So he took a, after playing with her for a little bit, he took a rope, tied it around her neck and started to hang her. She's naked. All she has on are high heels. He mm-hmm. said that he became addicted to the noise of her high heels banging against the wall. Ooh. God, he's seriously demented. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's disgusting. Yeah. So once she had died, he raped her body and then cut her breast off to make a mold out of them. And then threw her in the river. April 21st, 1969, a 24-year-old, Sharon Wood, was working as a secretary at the school. Mm-hmm. Um, she was about to be off work and she couldn't find her keys. So she, she asked one of the students to cover her while she ran to her car to see if she left her um, keys in the car. Mm-hmm. So she's in a part, you know, the parking garage has got different levels. She couldn't yeah. remember what level she was parked on. Mm-hmm. Um, and she could tell that somebody was in there with her and somebody was following her but she couldn't see them. Every time she turned around, nobody was there, but she Mm -hmm. knew somebody was there. Parking garages are fucking terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like I'm never going in one ever again. Yeah. So she said she had turned completely around at one point to be like, what's going on? And she felt a tap on her shoulder. Um, it was Jerry, and he was like, you too? Meaning like, oh, you're lost too? Mm-hmm. And she was trying to leave because she said that she felt like something weird was going on, and he pulled out a gun on her. Mm. He told her if she screamed, or he said, if you won't scream, I won't shoot. And she started backing up and screaming. And he grabbed mm-hmm. her around the neck and put his thumb in her mouth to get her to be quiet. Ugh. She had what's called fear paralysis. Mm-hmm. So what she did is she bit down on his thumb mm-hmm. and then she couldn't let go. Like she could not open her jaw. She tried. Yeah. She was like, I tried to get, I could not get 
his thumb out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, they were fighting, trying to get away from each other, and a car started and headlights came on. And so Jerry freaks out. He's like, oh, my God. So he grabs her, throws her on the ground, and starts banging her head on the cement floor, trying to get her to let go of mm. his thumb. Yeah. So finally, his um, thumb comes out of her mouth. Mm. He runs away. She obviously is like, can't get up and walk around. She's just got her head banged. Yeah. He mm. starts coming back towards her. And she's like, oh, my God, he's coming back to kill me. Like, this is what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Came back, grabbed his gun that he left on the ground, and then ran off. Mm. Yeah. That was the Which first is a perfect, time something had gone, like, wrong. Wrong. Yeah. Which is a perfect yeah. thing of, like, don't be afraid to fight back. Yes. Yeah. Like, always not always cooperating is the way to go. Like, it's okay right. to fight back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, two days later... Laper? Two days <laughs> later... April 23rd, 1969, he kidnaps Linda Saley. Linda had went to the mall to get her fiance a birthday present, and she was walking back in the garage to get to her car. Jerry stopped her, pretending to be a security officer and accusing her of stealing. He got her to get into his car, and he drove her back to his garage. He tied her up in his garage, left to go have dinner with his family, and then came back to the garage. What the fuck? What kind of garage is this? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It can't be attached. And the way the pictures made it look kind of look like it wasn't. And maybe it was just like a house. And then maybe this was like a workshop more Mm -hmm. than like a garage. Because there wasn't, it wasn't a place... Like, the pictures and the videos of it weren't, like, where you park your car. Like, there was, like, Mm -hmm. a workbench and tools and... Gotcha. Which could be a garage, Mm -hmm. but... But the... And then it didn't look like it was actually, like, attached to the house, but it was, like, a few feet off the house, so it's not Mm -hmm. like it was far. And you... You can't be telling me that those girls weren't screaming or... Exactly. Like begging him to stop or anything and nobody heard anything that's why but i'm then like again, like G- gacy had a shed like really close to his house as well so it, and his family was there the entire time oh, okay well then yeah maybe but still it's like, it's really yeah. unlikely that yeah that's well and one of the people was talking about fear paralysis too can be like that one girl that was smile semi-smiling in the picture that he took Mm-hmm. He was saying that like fear paralysis too will keep you from being able to fight back. Oh, yeah. Like this girl, you know, she bit down, she couldn't open her jaw. Like she couldn't. Mm-hmm. And then her, like they were saying that she just was almost like a robot. Like she did, like that's it's what her fear paralysis yeah, did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your body just naturally does that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's wild. <laughs> so he, when he was eating dinner, um, she had actually almost gotten out of her restraints. Like she was almost out of them when he came back in, (sighs) which I hate. Mm -hmm. So, um, he came back from dinner, saw her trying to get out of her restraints, strangled her. This one's going to make me sad. 
He strang—he was strangling her and raped her while she was dying. Oh my god. And then um, with Linda, he put hypodermic syringes on her side. So he had connected um, a battery, like a car battery to them, Mm -hmm. stuck them in the side of her ribs and was electrocuting her. And she was dead, but he was trying to reanimate her body. Oh, my God. Um, didn't work. All he did was burn the skin. Yeah. So that one, he tied her up, threw her, tied her up to a transmission and threw her in the river. Mm. May 10th, 1969. So that was 17 days later. They, two fishermen found Linda's body in the river while they were fishing. Mm -hmm. And then on May 12th, so two days later, um, divers were in the river and they find Karen Sprinker's body. Gosh. The police started questioning college students due to the woman's age is... trying to figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. So they talked to a lady that says that she went on a date with somebody that was a little odd. He had made a comment to her. How do you know that I wouldn't murder you and throw you in the river? Holy and she God. said, it just seemed too specific, like yeah. such a very specific thing like it would be one thing where it was like how do you know you could trust me or whatever but he's it was just how specific he was it didn't sit right with her so she sets up a second date with him but instead of her being there the police are there Mm -hmm. and they talk to jerry brudos Mm -hmm. and they had nothing to arrest him on but they did keep him under surveillance under Mm -hmm. surveillance that just shows that he was getting cocky Mm -hmm. yeah saying something like that yeah Mm -hmm. they took his photo and went to go talk to um a bunch of women that had been attacked in portland and salem sharon woods was one of them so what they had done was they took a bunch of mugshot photos of a bunch of different people put them in a book, gave them to her and said, I need you to pick out your attacker mm-hmm. or if, see if any of these are your attacker. Yeah. And she picked up, picked out Jerry Brudos. They also found a 15 year old girl that was attacked who also picked out Jerry Brudos. Mm-hmm. So she was attacked. Sharon Woods was attacked in the parking garage and got her head hit. Mm-hmm. The next day, 15-year-old girl got attacked. Mm. The day after that, Linda was kidnapped and murdered. So he didn't get Sharon. (sighs) Tried again the next day, didn't get the 15-year-old. Got Linda. Yeah. 
So you can just tell how desperate he was. Like he was going to go and like 15 year old, like he always had gone kind of for like younger girls, Mm -hmm. but that 15, that was probably his youngest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's like, ugh, I hate it. Disgusting. On May 30th, 1969, they arrested Jerry Brudos and they couldn't find him. Like they were going to arrest Jerry Brudos Mm -hmm. and they couldn't find him. His whole family was gone. He was supposedly supposed to be going to a friend's house, like him and his family, and Mm -hmm. never showed up, couldn't find him. They... Okay, so they go to his house and his garage, and they're searching Mm -hmm. around. They find fingerprints of the women that they found in the river... Mm-hmm. And they find corresponding body parts. So mm-hmm. this one was messing her breasts. Her breasts are right oh, here. Yeah. So yeah. Um, they were driving around and they saw Jerry's car driving. So they pull the car over and it's his wife and then his kids are in the back seat. Jerry is hiding in the back of the car under a blanket. Oh my god! Did so he really obviously, that would work? Oh, I mean. What a fucking idiot, right? (laughs) And they were saying, like, he's a big dude. Like, he was six foot, like, a big dude. Like, whatever. But obviously his wife had to know something. Yeah. For her to be hiding him. Like, what did she know? That's why I get so confused where I'm like, you didn't hear anything in the garage. Wink, wink. Mm -hmm. You've moved a couple times. Didn't see him packing up. Yeah. Shoes, a foot, you know, like whatever. Right. So after three days of questioning Jerry, he finally told the police about all the murders. And then on June 3rd, 1969, he um, put in an actual confession and was so proud of it. Proud of it. And he told it like it was a story and he obviously added in stuff Mm -hmm. that wasn't Mm -hmm. true, but he wanted, he wanted people to know how great Jerry Brutus is and all the awesome things that he did. That's gross. Mm -hmm. So in the garage, they also found... The car keys and the apartment um, apartment keys that belonged um, to Whitney. So the one that he she was stuck on the side of the road mm-hmm. and yep. he picked her up. Mm-hmm. So they found those. They had also found pictures that he had taken of Karen. They found she's the one that looked like she was smiling. They found underwear in his attic, and they found about forty high-heeled shoes that he had stolen. Mm. Imagine this going on in your house, and you not, and you have no no clue, clue. no clue. And imagine being his kids, yeah, and like whatever. There was another picture that he had taken, so. This one kind of got him the most where it was like, 
this man is going to prison. Like there's no way he can talk himself out of this one, mm-hmm. but it was a woman hanging. All you can see is like, he had a mirror under her. So you could see her vagina mm-hmm. and then you could see his face and he was taking a picture. So like mm-hmm. you're looking in the mirror at his mm-hmm. face and a yeah. body hanging. Mm-hmm. So obviously he can't deny that because there's a dead yeah. body right. and his face. Right. Thank God you're, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, thank God mm-hmm. you're such a freaking idiot. Mm-hmm. Make me so mad. Yeah. Ugh. And then June 27th, he pled guilty to the three murders and was given three life sentences. So he had done four murders, but the first one, because they couldn't find a body, the encyclopedia woman, mm-hmm. um, they couldn't charge him with it. So he did, but he did mm-hmm. get convicted of the other three murders and he got three life sentences. He's had a couple parole hearings. They pretty much told him after his last one, you need to stop trying. You're never going to get out. Yeah. So he stopped trying. And then March 28th, 2006, he died in prison of liver cancer. Jeez. That's where he's at today. Dang. That's a lot. That's, whew. It's disgusting. There's so many similarities with like other major serial killers too, like mm-hmm. Dahmer and Gacy, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of them. That's so wild to me. They were saying it was some weird thing, and I think it I think it mostly had to do with the fact that they said that like he was a what was the word they used deviant mm. fetish or something mm-hmm. sexual deviant sexual deviant mm-hmm. um they were saying that like there's a difference between having fantasies because it wasn't just like yes. he liked high heels right like it was that it also needed to be on a severed foot or like right. on a woman that he can control or like yeah. whatever and they were saying that mostly with that like the way he would pick his women by was was by what shoes they were wearing because none yeah. of them looked alike. They didn't look similar at all, but they all were right. wearing high-heeled shoes, which he enjoyed. Wow. And it which all stems disgusting. from him being scolded for picking them up when he was a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, imagine being know. told your whole life, you should have been a woman. Mm-hmm. You're a piece of shit because you're not a woman. I yeah. wish you were a girl. I don't love you because you're not a girl. And so you automatically get this like hate of women because Mm -hmm. you're not one. And then you find these pretty high heeled shoes. Maybe mommy will love me if I turn into a woman and then she gets on to you because you're not supposed to be a woman and then burns your fucking shoes. Yeah. This is like Freudian's wet dream. Like it's. Yeah. (laughs) It's exactly. (laughs) Oh my God. I hate it. It's also, horrible, but it, it's, it, it reminds me of like Mindhunter. He's in Mindhunter. Yes. He's, he's got he? an episode. Okay. He's the, right. I read there. He's got an episode. I think one or two of them is about him. Okay. I need to I, go back and watch that. Cause I haven't seen it in a long time, but I know they, I've watched, yeah. um, I've watched a couple episodes. We definitely need to tell the story about the main guy. Cause you know, that's true that they actually, 
Edward Kemp. The guy, yeah, Edward like Kemp, yeah. That they actually did interview him to like yeah. learn about serial killers. Like that's a mm-hmm. true story. Uh huh. Yeah, but obviously they, the TV show is not true. But <laughs> yeah, that's how they got a bunch of like the the what do they call it? Like the profiling mechanisms mm-hmm. for yeah. serial killers from for the him. yeah yeah yeah, which is insane. So wild. I mean, it makes sense, and which I'm like, why did it take you so long? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, what what better right. way to figure it out than by going to the source? Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, wow. I know with um, what's his name? I don't know why I get Bundy and the other one mixed up. What's the other one's Night name? Stalker. Not the Night Stalker. The one that murdered the boys. Dahmer. 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 They mm-hmm. wanted to take Dahmer's brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To research mm-hmm. it, and his mm-hmm. dad wouldn't let them. Yep. Which I get. Kind of, and the other part of me is like, just let him have the fucking brain. Like, yeah, if it can stop somebody else from doing what your son did, right? Let him do it. Yeah, it's so it's so wild. Like us telling all of these stories and seeing the similarities between all of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very interesting. And it's uh, you know, it's like how many times do we have to go? The mother was a piece of shit. Yeah, and so yes. then they turned out to be a serial killer. I just told the story about Ed Gein last week. Like, thank you. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Oh my god! I speaking of that, dad, dad texts us the next morning and was like, "Oh, I listened to your episode. That sounds like Texas Chainsaw Massacre to me." I went back and listened to what I said. I said that his story was nothing like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then I went back and watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> it's exactly the same. Exactly the same. It is. It is. So yeah. I don't know very, what very movie I was thinking story. about, but it's exactly the same. That's okay. Oh, also, while I was telling that story, I'm sure you can hear it at some point because I'm sure I was talking so I can't edit the noise out. But the cat must have jumped up on the dishes and knocked the dishes down it was really loud and it scared the shit out of me and i almost stopped the like i didn't hear it i didn't hear it you didn't okay good no. this was really loud it literally scared the shit out of me and i was like oh my god a ghost <sighs> I, um i told you guys that i watched us uh us mm-hmm. the other day yeah. and then i tried to watch smile all of my lights in my entire house have been on for about a week <laughs> i can't do I, that like like i could mm-hmm. not watch them by myself it was no. it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. Especially smile because I I was expecting it to be more like psychological, but this is mm-hmm. it's super jump scare. And it's got Ugh, those like, those are the worst. I hate those, those like mid two thousands kind of jump scares. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what it is. And so it and it's really dark. I was laying in bed the other night and I was looking in my closet and I was like, Nope your light's going on like this I'm not, this. <laughs> I'm not telling myself that there's somebody in there about to smile at me oh you oh, know no, matt and i watched a couple it was like last week or something the new like i can't remember what it's called now the new exorcism exorcist movie with uh fuck what's his name is it russell crowe there's he's the exorcist yeah it's there is a new one. I just don't know who's in it, and I haven't watched it yet. Prime. It's really good. Is it's it? Really is good. it a TV show? No, it's a it's a movie. It's it's like a based off of the original one. It's. I think it's based off of the same 
like true in quote true story yes but i don't think it's like the same like the yeah like the 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 priest is a it's based off of a a real person yeah Mm -hmm. um i'm trying to the last exorcism is the best exorcism movie of all time it was so good and richard still like refuses to watch it and i'm like babe it's not scary anymore you know, because, <laughs> like, you know, you watch, Yeah. you know, like, I, I remember watching, like, the original It. I remember watching that and being, like, beyond terrified. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. now I watch it, and I'm like, this isn't scary. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. so I tell him all the time, because he refuses to watch it, and I love that movie. And he's mm-hmm. like, nope, that movie scared the shit out of me as a kid. And I was like, yeah. you know what else scared you? Fucking Leprechaun movie. But you're not scared <laughs> to watch that shit anymore. Uh, I'm like, just... Uh. Yeah, Freaking I haven't watch watched it. The Strangers yet, and I no, feel no, like I no. like my I have to be in a very well lit in the middle of the day mm-hmm. house. <laughs> yes, multiple people. Yeah, and you know Richard watches like all the Insidious movies and stuff, and he just like watches them. And I refuse to watch the Insidious movies. I don't know yeah. why. There's just something about them I refuse to watch them. Yeah, and um, so I'll always just like go in the bedroom and like watch cocoa melon or whatever and mm-hmm. and then he just watches it and i'll just like come in and then like go take a shower and like go to bed and i'm like did nope. you just take a shower after watching a scary movie mm-hmm. and he was like, wrong with you exactly <laughs> he's, like, he's like yeah and i'm like and you're just gonna like go to bed uh-uh. and he's like yeah and then he'll like get up and go in the kitchen and like get a drink or something and i'm like i will thirst to death and be (laughs) disgusting the next day because I refuse to do anything but go get under the covers after I've watched Mm -hmm. a scary movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you have a psychopathic issue. Exactly. (laughs) That's not happening. Anytime I watch a scary movie and like go take a shower afterwards, every horror movie that ever has a shower scene in it goes through. Yes. Every single one. And for some reason specifically, it's the uh, Freddy versus Jason one where like the blood starts coming under the door. Do you know what I'm talking about? The one in the very beginning. Yeah. I don't know why it's that um, one specifically. Mine's always the scream one. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll do it. I hate it. Oh, great! Now I'm not gonna be able to take a shower. I've, here, I found it. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call Stinky and be like, "Will you give me some water and bring it in the bedroom?" <laughs> also, when you come in, you have to jump from the door to the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I need you to sit in here and sleep with me tonight because I'm really scared. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. What else are kids for? <laughs> Uh, okay, here's this movie. It's the Pope's Exorcist, and it is Russell Crowe. Hmm. Oh, I love. Mm-hmm. He did a really good job. It's awesome. I really enjoyed it. I love scary movies. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I've been getting. I've been trying to watch more of them recently. I saw a, a TikTok the other day, and it was. Uh, basically it's it, it was like watch this on Netflix don't look up any spoilers or any trailers or anything for it and let me know how far you get into it and I was like oh hell yeah this is gonna be like a super fucking scary movie I watched like the first 10 minutes of it it's not scary it's 
there's other themes in it that are highly racist and it was oh, real fucked up oh. and I turned it off very quickly. But oh, I was like, I, I kind of feel like I have to go back and see it and see like, is it is it a horror movie that's like trying to make fun of these people or if it's like, this is a real like propaganda type thing. Like I need to know now. I'm too deep yeah. into it to not to watch yeah. it. Well, I'm like, you already got into a certain point. So now I think you could just Google it. <laughs> That's, that's, true. that's very true too. Off. That's very true too. I was also watching it at the shop, and uh, that probably wasn't a good idea because they, yeah, there's no. very large windows in the front of our shop. So I know. <laughs> just turn it off. You we weren't we weren't going to play that. <laughs> Do you have a TV in there that you play movies on? Yeah, there's one in the waiting area, in like the lobby area. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while. Uh, Jeremiah will put on like if we say something or like a movie quote or something, we'll go put it on. <clears throat> so Mean Girls just... is on constantly. Yeah. yeah, dude, I got him. I got him to watch it. Uh, did you? Yeah. So he, he says it. He says it wasn't me, but I think it was me because I say quotes sure from that movie. Oh yeah, constantly. And yeah. he came in one day and he was like, "Sage, those shoes are really fetch," and I was like. <laughs> Uh-uh. No. And he was like, Yeah, I watched it. Are you gonna help me make fetch a thing? And I was like, Yes, absolutely. Yes. You were like, and stop it. You can't say fetch. <laughs> fetch is never gonna be a thing. It was so good. It was so good. Uh, my favorite part of that whole movie is um Four for you, Glenn Coco. You go, Glenn Coco. I say that Never all the time. Never wieners pie. <laughs> Never Gretchen wieners pie. <laughs> that is like my favorite part of that whole movie. I don't remember what we were talking about, but there was one time in the middle of a conversation, Jeremiah said something to me, and I was like, mm, I don't think my dad, the inventor of Toaster Turtle, would like that very much. And he was like... <laughs> What? <laughs> He's like, like, your dad invented oh. toaster turtles? <laughs> and then we had like a 20 minute conversation about toaster strudels and like what flavor you get and like how Oh much my god, I love toaster strudels so oh, much. Yeah. So oh, yeah. good. They remind me of Meemaw's house. Yes, yes. the wildberry ones. Yes. yes. Yeah. You gotta and do double frosting. Some- Someone would Double steal frosting. the extra frosting, so you were yeah. down to the last toaster strudel and didn't have any icing. And see, <laughs> I was so, I'm the weird kid that I would, so I would love to put it on when it was hot because mm-hmm. then it would melt. And then that way I didn't have to use the whole packet because I wanted to eat some out of the packet. Like I just oh. wanted straight oh, yeah. icing in my mouth at yeah. one point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because fat kid at heart. Uh, yeah. And in real life. Fine. In a row. I'm not upset about it or anything. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> oh man. Oh god. All right. Well, Storm, that was a really, really interesting story. Yeah, Thank great you. job. I didn't know more about that. Good. Go look at more of it. I'm sure I missed yeah. some parts or something, but yeah, he's crazy. Oh. So I was I was mentioning to the mentors the other day about uh, us making T-shirts for the podcast, mm-hmm. and I was like, we need to like get all of our quotes together so that we can start, so that we can make one. And uh, Rainy turns around, she goes, "Listen," and I was like, 
and you gave her a high five and a kiss on the yes. cheek and you were like hey. and Jeremiah was like this is where it gets wild and I was like oh, no, stop stop it uh, it was so good it was so true good I, I think right my mentor should be one of them too I feel like exactly. we hear that a lot yes. I talk oh, about Lord. them a lot and I think that's why she listens to it to make sure I'm not talking shit or anything. <laughs> Only that one time. It's fine. Exactly. Yeah. We didn't tag her in one of the episodes, I promise. <laughs> All right. Well, Storm, where can they find us on social medias? Yes. Sorry, I was yawning, you know, because I'm old and it's 949. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, we are on Facebook, Three Siblings Walk Into a Bar. We are on Instagram and Twitter, Three Swib Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, go on there, like, comment, do all the things. We really like getting one, comments about how you enjoy the stories, and two, mm-hmm. if you there's something in particular you want us to talk about, whatever. I know we really wanted to do a cryptid. We'll get there yeah. eventually if anybody has one in particular you want. Um, I know we don't do a lot of paranormal because those are kind of hard. They're just not very yeah. long. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Not, I'm going on a tangent. Yeah. Um, anyway, let us know if there's something in particular you want to hear or want us to talk about. And please rate review is so super helpful for us. Five stars Mm -hmm. specific, not specifically on everything rate on all things, Mm -hmm. but most importantly, Apple, because they won't share unless we get a bunch of five stars and yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what happens when three siblings walk into a bar.